Number five. It sounds cliche, but the first thing I saw when I opened my eyes was fire. I was on my back in a pod just large enough for me, staring up at a world of flame. Though I was afraid, I remembered nothing, knew nothing. I climbed through a wall of broken glass and out into the fire. The dead were all around me. Most were Yusoki. I had no idea what they were at the time. There were several pods like mine, shattered like mine, holding dead who looked like me. I think I stood there for a long time, staring at this, uncomprehending. Can you imagine it? A baby born into madness and death, with no concept of the world beyond the flames. Some instinct, perhaps Hellion, guided my hand even then, drove me to grab a weapon from amongst the dead. A pistol power of that killing fire in miniature in my hands, a modicum of control. I left that ruined foundry. I believe now that that's what it was. And I walked through the wastes. I found even more death. I created more death. I was surprised by how formidable I was. Eventually, I found my way south. My reputation preceded me. Hellion knew who I was knew the potential that I had. The Lord of Rust summoned me to him in the depths below Scrapwall where he waited and I became his voice. This is Pot Against the Machine. Pot Against the Machine Welcome back to Pod Against the Machine, the only podcast where the ghosts are so sad that they cry viscous ectoplasmic tears that will take their rightful place in the pantheon of recurring liquid-based jokes that we lean on so heavily. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Hello. That was not improv. No, Hello. no. No one say hi. That was not improv, and we have to talk about it. What are you talking you about? You've been sitting on that for two weeks with your, with your viscous ghost jokes and words. Okay, well, everyone else See, seems unsurprised. Well, I'll have oh, you know, I'm, I no. only had the ghosts are so sad until like two hours ago, and then I added a bunch of word salad afterward. After uh-huh. it, <laughs> I'm just a little confused because there's there's viscous ghost tears, but there's also ghost tear flavored goo tubes, of course, which is something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I believe it's part of the haunting childhood regret series, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, but yeah, wonderful tropical flavor there. Yeah. With a play on words, they call it phantom pain. <laughs> well, I think they okay, are going to release that, I, I like one that one as part of the Halloween collection. It's probably out <laughs> in stores now since it is, you know, the spoopy season. Pre-Halloween. <laughs> you got your Count Chocula, your ghost tier goo tubes. <laughs> <laughs> What better refreshment to enjoy than carving it when carving a jack-o'-lantern than a refreshing 
I'm just saying refreshing a lot. What a refreshing snack of refreshment. Just edit this whole thing out. <laughs> I like to fill my jack-o'-lanterns entirely with yogurt. So that <laughs> just running out the mouth and the eyes. And um, the neighborhood kids, they love that. <laughs> Could you set up one of those like automatic dog or cat feeder thing to just keep refilling it with yogurt? <laughs> oh my god. I feel like it would achieve sentience within a week. <laughs> That's a miserable life. I cannot imagine waking up with a head full of yogurt. That's how people die. Luckily, the jack-o'-lantern is undead. I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about, Izzy. What do you fill your neti pot with? <laughs> oh. Just, okay, uh, listeners, the hardworking folks at Legal want us to tell you that's how you suffocate. <laughs> the slowest drip. <laughs> we really got this viscous post-nasal drip. Not <laughs> against the machine strongly recommends pouring yogurt into your nasal cavities. Well, the goo tubes come with the nasal applicator screw-on option, I just assumed. <laughs> Just make sure you get the saltiest flavors possible because you need the salinity um, to really clear out all the tubes. Yeah, totally. The inner, the inside tubes. Oh, my God. <laughs> the saltiest flavors. Saltwater taffy and tears of your enemies. Oh, man. I have some water. For a pH-balanced treatment, <laughs> look no further. Uh. Look no further than the pickle brine and balsamic vinegar goo tube. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a really, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. You're ruining those two things for me. I like pickle I was brine say, and balsamic I really vinegar like goo tube, but now I'm imagining them as a yogurt flavor and it's ruining them. Nine out of ten otolaryngologists recommend. <laughs> God. Well, that's the worst. Well. Izzy's the tenth otolaryngologist. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. But you're the one you're that doesn't recommend. The <laughs> final episode of Puppets, <laughs> where we just go into a spiral of yogurt jokes and never emerge. <laughs> the blooper reel is going to be at least as long as the episode. Yeah, this is. <laughs> Well, when last we left the Very <laughs> Capable Four, uh, they had been exploring the uh, Fort Algernod's grave, uh, trying to figure out why exactly it was filled with elective surgery murder guys. And uh, they stumbled across a chapel to Serenray, which was in rough shape and had a really, really sad ghost in it. And they tried to reason with the ghost. He didn't seem all that interested in it but he also didn't seem violent until asher mentioned being a paladin at which point he proceeded to house the group pretty thoroughly we're actually still in initiative now everyone's kind of gotten out of the room not running away in fear this time but you know running away tactically one thinks and it doesn't seem like the ghost can leave or is willing to leave so if we want to pick it up there it is actually Asher's turn. Uh, according to my notes, Asher uh, took 25 points of damage 
from this ghost uh, and is in really rough shape. Uh, he is going to just kick things off with a lay on hands swiftly. For a maximum of six. Thank you, four-year-old. He came in and rolled these dice. Picked up the d12, rolled a 12. Picked up the d20, natural 20. Uh, it didn't continue, but he did roll a six in the d6, and so did I. So. The golden child. Yes. Rolled my dice before every session. <laughs> uh. Pre-roll all of your rolls. Lay them out. <laughs> Come hither, child. It, the rule book doesn't explicitly state that you can't have a child roll for you. <laughs> Brings me up to a whopping 10. Hit Ooh. points, so feel real good about that. And yeah, I, I really don't know what else to do in this situation. Who, who looks, who, words? Somebody else was damaged, at least one somebody. Who was that? Yeah, no, Kira's uh, at the solid six uh, while raging, so oh my God. <laughs> I'll be out as soon as we're done with this. Yeah. Yeah. Vargas isn't much better, but Vargas will not go unconscious when his rage ends. So if you have to heal someone, I recommend to heal Kira. Cool, cool. Yeah, we'll do a, a five-foot step and a lay on hands to Kira and say, Well, this is certainly not a friendly ghost. As he heals you for a minimum of one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And that, that is all the actions that he is going to take this turn. All right, um, Brixby. How's about you? So, uh, Brixby, uh, looking around, um, who actually wasn't injured at all in the chapel, so he's just, is everybody all right? Um, uh, he's going to maybe take a move action. Do I have, do we have healing, individual healing at this point? Do we have potions and things? We um, restocked up, yeah. So we should, everyone should still have uh, two potions for everyone but Asher. Asher has two scrolls. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Because Asher can, can you know, just cast. Yeah, he can right. cast a scroll faster than he can do a potion, but the rest of us can't. So I think uh, Brixby will just uh, whip out a potion from his bag. Um, and uh, as a move action, and then um, maybe delay handing it. No, that doesn't really make sense. He'll just uh, hold it for anybody to come and grab it. Oh, I've got this if anybody needs it. I don't think it's totally sunk in that we're completely out of initiative and in like shoot it in the face Galarn mode right now. Hopefully that's the case. So that's my turn. All right, and Vargas. Vargas is going to say, I, I don't think it can leave that room. And he is going to take a five foot step to the south and hopefully not die horribly by misjudging what this ghost can and cannot do. And then he is going to use his third arcane pool point of the day to recast long arm on himself. And that will be his turn. All right. And Kira. Um, let's see. Well, Kira would like to do something brave and heroic, but if I mess this up, Kira will die. So, I uh, think <laughs> she'll just cra- casually grab the potion from Bricks and be like, hey, thanks, I was, I was just going to do that same thing, maybe. 
Um, grabbing, can I can I both grab and consume the potion in the same old guy? Yeah. Um, yeah, we better, we'll stay in rage for one more round. Um, so she's up and just kind of staring through the door. Uh, I don't think she says anything, just um, looks at Brixby, thanks. And that's gonna be her turn. Which brings us to the ghost who is going to continue floating in that doorway. And he, he looks like he's kind of looking at the statue of Serenray more than he's looking at anyone else and, and floating there impotently. And that brings us to Asher. Oof. Yeah. Uh, those scrolls are cure light, I believe. Mm-hmm. He'll draw, he'll retrieve a spode item, which is a standard, I believe. So he'll draw that scroll for now and use his last land hands swiftly on himself. Yeah, middle of the road for three points of healing and not going to take any move action. So that's going to be it. All right, Brixby. Um, so, remind me, we, we started to make headway with diplomacy with this thing, right? But it didn't work. Did it seem like it was going to work at one point? It didn't really seem to be listening at all. It was almost like it couldn't hear you, except that Asher really upset it. <laughs> okay, so... The opposite of what I just said. Never mind. <laughs> you made a kind uh, of progress. Totally. Yeah, that makes sense. I just wasn't sure if, like, yeah, if there was still some talking point we had with it or if we knew anything else to try to discuss with the ghost. Now that we're at, like, a safe distance, we can try this sort of stuff out. But um, that said, that, those are just player Zach questions. Um, I think right now, Brixby's still just going to, uh, I think he's going to hold. Yeah, something, yeah, he'll hold. All right, let's go for Vargas. Okay, Vargas, who at this point still has seven rounds left of his arcing pool thing that he did to give him a uh, plus one, is going to attack this thing twice. Uh, He is first from ten feet away, going to cast uh, that dumb hand trip that I can't think of the name of uh, Arcane Mart and using his free attack with that he will attempt to hit this and actually you know what before he does that he is going to free action get the ghost's attention again basically to just try to keep it in the doorway so it doesn't wander away if it seems to be getting bored of us he's going to say if you're a paladin of Serenray, you don't blame your god for your own failures. And he's hoping that's going to be something that'll take it off because it seemed to have been complaining that, like, Serenray abandoned it and all that stuff it was saying. And swings at it. Uh, that is an eight on the die. Which would be. Uh, that is a 15 against regular AC. Uh, 15 will hit. Alright. That will be... Uh, that 
is seven points of magical damage, so that would be halved, right? So that would be three points. Yeah. And then he will do his regular attack. That is almost certainly not going to hit. That is a natural four, so that is going to be a ten. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Okay. Uh, that's his turn, then. Did it seem to have any reaction when he uh, yelled at it? Right, he's looking at you now. He's definitely looking at you. Let's see, that's Kira's turn. All right. Um, you know, I'm recalling that time we all played months ago, and I think Jeff and I both wandered into this room with, like, we're like, hey, three hit points is enough to survive things, right? Um, and it wasn't. I have learned very little from that situation, so I'm going to drop Rage and we'll just re-emerge with like a solid two hit points, but, but, I'm gonna take a step back. <laughs> and, I don't know, offer support from back here, cause I can't do anything to this ghost, and I'm dying, not dying, just hurt. I'm gonna just pop on over here and hide behind Brixby. <laughs> Problem solved. Um, that's gonna be my turn. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, that's my turn, that's, that's, that's what we're doing here. All right, and this ghost, who has just been antagonized by Vargas, is still standing in the doorway, and he's going to open his mouth, and he's going to say, Why? Saren Ray, why? And I'm going to need a will save from everybody but Kira. Oh, good. I was hoping you couldn't do anything to us from outside. Is it a spell or spell-like ability? It is a supernatural mind-affecting sonic fear effect. Well, thank you. Well, 16 on the die, or 12 on the die for a 16. All right, a 16 will fail. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. How about Vargas? Uh, Vargas got a 15 on the die for a 21. Alright, that passes, and Asher. Uh, Asher got a natural 20 for a 26. So that's a fail for some reason. (laughs) So, Asher passes, uh, Brixby is frightened for eight rounds, and he has to run away. Oh no. Well. (laughs) That's how it goes. Which brings us to Asher. Asher is going to see that Kira is exhausted and is no longer fuming angrily. Uh, he wishes, as do I, that he'd saved to lay on hands to remove the fatigue condition. However, he did not, but he does have a cool, cool piece of magical paper, and he's going to read the words that say, Cure Light Wounds paper will just burst into dust essentially as positive energy flows through him and he five foot step before that like I said and totally meant and he will cure Kira for maximum nine points of healing yes. which is like five times her previous health total yeah I know I'm doing great <laughs> Head back in forever. there. Totally fine. 
Go get him, Tiger. <laughs> Thanks, Asher. You're quite welcome. Here, sit and have an orange slice for you to recover your strength. <laughs> it's a chocolate chip cookie. Good game, good game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Brixby is up and frightened. So, um, I guess up until this point, Brixby left the chapel a little shaken with everybody, but even standing outside in like the full light of day, looking at the battle that they summarily won, there is something about how this scream reverberates inside this empty, dark chapel. And Brixby is immediately transported to this place that is purely dark and it's echoey. And the scream doesn't sound like the ghost's scream anymore. And Brixby is just not seeing a thing. And with that, in a panic, he sprints off to the northwest, I guess, sort of towards where they had set up camp. I guess northeast, northeast, where they had set up camp. And that's Brixby's turn. All right, and Vargas is up again. Okay, Vargas is going to try to hit this ghost twice again. Uh, nope. That is a three, and that was on my one with the better stuff added to it. So hopefully the second one gets a much better roll. Okay, that'll be better. That is a natural 19, so that is a 25 to hit. <laughs> that will definitely hit. Alright. Uh, that is a six on a d6. So that is nine. Oh, no, I got the plus one. That is 10 points of damage. Nice. So a little bit of that came through. So five points of damage, yeah. Chipping away at him. He's a hardy ghost, and, though. And uh, he will say, You are a failure to your order and a failure to Serenray. Poor sad ghost. <laughs> I'm just worried it's going to wander off and I'm not going to be able to hit it if I don't keep antagonizing it. <laughs> Alright, and that'll bring us to Kira. Um, cool. Kira is going to give Asher an exhaustive thing, so thumbs up. Thumbs up is how you say that word. Um, look after where Brixby went and sort of be that, that's caught. Uh, should I go over there? Should I stay here? She can't do anything here. Um, but she doesn't want to leave her close to the ghost friends alone. Um, so she will move back. And, see, the instinct is to move back in front of Asher, but Asher has a gun. So just stand next to him and be like, hey, thanks. There's my turn. Can I? No, there's nothing I can do. Also, I'm very tired. So it's not really going to matter. I'm using my turn to chat with my friends. Oh, you can always run back in there. Oh, that's okay. Thank you. You can just sort of, you know, run interference for Vargas. It seems like he's having trouble. It seems like he's doing fine. (laughs) All right, which brings us to the ghost, and he is going to hold his turn in the hopes that Vargas comes over to him for a hug. (laughs) And Asher... Uh, Asher is going to draw the wand this time, just kind of mixing it up for different ways of healing, and just tap Kira with the wand. Not actually healing her, just 
command. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, and we'll then expend a charge of it with the one's command word. Heal. For four points of healing. Hooray. I am immortal. I, hmm? I, I'm, I'm immortal. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, I do hope Vargas wins in this battle of attrition. Uh, you know what? It's probably not a knowledge local. It's probably like a, a history to see if I've ever heard of anyone named Justinia. Did I do this last session? I'm not sure if you rolled on Justinia. Someone rolled on just what kind of ghost it was and didn't really get much of anything, but I don't think anybody rolled on the name it said. I'll give it a shot. I mean, it's probably not local, but maybe it is. I mean, it probably doesn't matter too, too much with the 17 total. Yeah, I would say um, you don't have history at all. I don't. Uh, so I could only roll untrained up to a DC 10. Yeah, I don't think you can get anything on this. Whatever this Unless... guy's talking about. All right, and Zach? Makes me still terrified. Um, I'd like to think that he is still in the grips of his waking nightmare right now. Um, so he's probably not running. He's probably just finding like a corner convalescent. Oop. Is what I'm doing. And it, it seems that we've reached a bit of an e- equilibrium here where this guy can't really do anything to Vargas and um, <laughs> Vargas can just stand there and punch him for a little while at least. So um, how many attack rolls is it that you get before Longarm runs out? Uh, Longarm runs out after four minutes so that's 40. Oh god. And okay. his thing that gives him an extra plus one to attack and damage lasts five more turns. But your arm's still magic after that, right? Yes, it's still magic. It's just permanently magic. Okay, so you still have like 76 attacks. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Just stands there punching. <laughs> and we're going to play every single one. <laughs> That's what I'm the people say- are here for, Sam. <laughs> Patreon tier three. Over the course of, of the next painstaking four minutes, um, an absurd battle of attrition ensues <laughs> in which uh, Vargas just punches a ghost from ten feet away. Over I also and still over have over. Uh, two more arcane pool points, which means I can recast Longarm two more times oh. if I have to. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so eventually uh, the ghost makes the secret of mana ghost is dead noise and goes and disappears and Vargas is victorious. We are out of initiative. back to everybody else who I'm assuming are just like sitting around playing cards and he goes, we got it. (laughs) By then, Brixby's not scared anymore. Ah, yes. Brixby just walks back. He's like, I am saw B and I don't have my EpiPen. It was bad. Right. Can I roll a sense motive on that one? (laughs) (laughs) It is wise of you to avoid uh, the risk of anaphylaxis. Over the course of those painful minutes, though, I could have booped 
Kira a couple more times at least. I mean, apparently like 40 times. Yeah, you, you definitely like 15. Could, could have booped up to full if you were so inclined. Down uh, Here's five more and seven more. That feels good for now. Totally. 27. Awesome. That's the exact <laughs> more than number some folks. Of That's more than twice what Vargas has. Right, yeah, so all, all good. Um, yeah, so after he beats this ghost to death over the course of an hour and a half, he calls the rest of the party back and tells them we got rid of it. Well done, Vargas. Your patience is only exceeded by your might. It's been quite a long day. <laughs> Three more boops on himself. <laughs> uh, now I'm only and they were one, one was good, two were minimum, naturally. But uh we should go explore that ghost hole. Oh yeah. Yeah, Vargas, that was some admirable busting of ghost. Good job. I know who I'll call. If I ever see another ghost. Not Brixby. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> so heading through the broken uh, double door that hangs uh, between the entrance hall with the statue of Saren Ray and the chapel proper. You find that there's not really much in there at all. The roof is partially collapsed and there are piles of rubble all over the floor. Uh, it looks like everything like all the actual vestments of a chapel uh the altar and sort of things have been removed uh from this place long ago it looks like it's just been consigned to the ghost as, as a place for him to just hang out you broke into his house it was pretty mean i rolled a four total perception do i do i see anything that maybe somebody missed with that higher roll uh, with a Ford, no, no. It seems like you've seen everything there is to see. Uh, per an excellent uh, recommendation in the chat, Brixby is going to cup his hands and detect magic about the room. You don't detect any magic. It seems the ghost was the only... Um, well, remarkable thing in here. Otherwise, it seems like, um, well, kind of looks like a divorced dad's place in here. He's got a little futon, nothing else. So we went through all that trouble. Two of us nearly died, and it wasn't even protecting anything. I guess it was just what it appeared to be, a angry ghost stuck in a chapel. What a horrible waste of our time. Well, maybe he's not angry anymore. That's not a waste of time. Sometimes death doesn't have to have a meaning. Either, Argus. Rixby starts to leave the chapel. I'm also re- re- like that going to take advice in the chat and roll a perception check. <laughs> Everything said I, I in the chat almost... is metagating. It's not allowed. 
that is a natural two, so he sees even less than Asher saw. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, what is it? Seven, seven, fourteen total. So probably not. Yeah, same thing. It, it doesn't seem like there's anything of interest in here. It's just a, a ruin. I don't trust my travel dice tray. Like to think we all just trusted the palette, and he knows. <laughs> religious <laughs> tell us if he saw something. Yeah. Yes. As Brixby said, Brixby said, only the futon remains. <laughs> uh, I just feel it's fair that I, I guess, throw, throw one at this on my way out. Ah, appropriate. Rix is real thrown off by this whole experience and rolled a one. So, uh, yeah, it looks like the very capable four, very capable of finding nothing. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. <laughs> I know. We couldn't find a DC 15 chest if it was in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't even find the trombone in the corner that goes womp, womp, as you walk away. Yeah, we're just like picking out a treasure and looking under it. <laughs> Just a quick peek at the old statue as we leave, reflecting on what he knows of Saren racing, if anything looks out of place. You know, you pull it, you slide it out, and you hear the... There's a staircase <laughs> under the statue. Now it's uh, approximately human-sized uh, statue of Saren Ray, uh, co- caked in dust like it hasn't been disturbed in quite some time, so now it's got Asher handprints all over it. Um, Figures I rolled a natural 16 for a 16, and there's nothing to find. Doesn't look like it. Well, um, so there's still there's still things to investigate in here since we uh, found nothing else. Yeah, there's still a a couple um, buildings you haven't been in um, that you can get to from the courtyard. There's the tower and the the sort of large building on the south side. There's got to be, like, living quarters somewhere for the guards. Well, in the uh, courtyard, there were a bunch of, like, smashed tents and... um, like oh, temporary yeah. encampments. So, uh, where's the tower? I see that this, I just pinged, that's the south building you're talking Yeah, about, that's right? the large building on the south side, and then I'm just pinging over on the west is the tower. Excellent. Um, I think we should clear this place before we rest. No need to find any more of these, um, Surgically jovial individuals. Which route would everyone like to take? The outbuilding or the tower? We should go together, right? Because of how all of you ran away from that ghost that one time? And then Brixby uh, a second time? Oh, we're definitely not splitting up. No, 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 no. Oh, no. All right, gang. Two and two. Let's go. <laughs> Is the tower look smaller than the building? Yeah, it looks like it's a smaller building. Yeah. Uh, Vargas will point towards the tower then and say, let's clear that out first. It's smaller. It'll be quicker. 
as we walk towards it, Asher will place a hand on Brixby's shoulder and say, I apologize that Kira's making light of your allergy. It's alright. It be like that sometimes. Huh? Yes, I'm, I'm sure her <laughs> cruelty stings. Uh, and with that, the satisfied size of couple dad jokes cracked across the courtyard. <laughs> the very corny too. <laughs> well, um, uh, approaching this tower, you can see that the door is barred from the outside. Outside? Yeah, like the side you're on, um, there's a bar across the door. Like they're barring something in? In, Mm. Mm. Detect evil, 60 feet cone. No evil detected. Do we detect anything? Can we percept for noises or, I don't know, evil smells? detect things. If you want to... Roll for alignment perception. detection. Or, yeah, if you have alignment detection. Brixbo throws a 19 for a 28 as it creeps towards the door. How do I only have one? Okay, we're good. I found another d20, everyone. It's okay. <laughs> if you need more, there's like 106 a few feet away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that other dice bag. That's a one. Oh, that's a one. Nice. <laughs> well, with Brix's twenty-eight, at least he can hear that there, there's movement in there. There definitely appears to be someone or something. So Brix will step back from the door and say, "I hear folks inside, or something." Um, how do people feel about me standing to the north of the door? Right here, slowly pushing the bar off, opening it as we stand in a semicircle, armed. Unless someone has a better idea. Well, I don't know about better, but I wonder, I detected no evil inside, and I wonder if perhaps the rightful occupants of this place are being held captive. And for all we know, they're readying actions to punch in the face anybody <laughs> that opens this door. Perhaps it would be wise for us to make our presence known as friendly people. And also maybe taller people should go first since we are less easy to punch in the face. Well, I mean, I'd hate to be pedantic, but Brixby does get a, slight, a plus one bonus for his size to his armor class. Mechanically, he's more difficult. You know, it's less... It's on Borden right now. I keep my face down here. <laughs> it's my defense mechanism. Oh. It just didn't no. work that one time. <laughs> no. Or apparently this time either. No. 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 What is that? People at home, a 300-foot-tall no, Hetua just walked up behind us. <laughs> Oh, if you're gonna bring him up, 
We didn't even say his name. We, we intentionally, he who shall not be named. <laughs> uh, so anytime we even mention the uh, act of face punching, that just summons him. He's like the candy man, except... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is... This is the punchy man. <laughs> <laughs> Brix, I mean, I as a character definitely think it's a good idea. Brix is still a little shaken. You can see that he's a little cagey, but that uh, really, you know, Asher brings up a good point. His face softens a little bit. Yeah, perhaps um, you, uh, big stuff, should uh, try to talk to him through the door then. Um. Uh, no, um, we can talk through the door. I think Asher's better at being... Um nice, but I can be scary through the door. That seems kind of mean. It's both at the same time. A little sugar, a little salt. Yeah. Good cop, bad cop. Totally. That's how people love to be rescued. (laughs) 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 Well, considering the door is barred from this side, I, I don't I don't know how much harm could come of this. Other than making our presence known, but something tells me between the gunshots and the running away screaming and all the horse noises that we haven't made any effort to conceal our presence now. I'll just give it a try. Asher approaches the door and says, We hear you inside, and we have dispatched of those who pretended to be guards and held no goodwill. We'd like to open the door and let you out. If you could confirm that you mean us no harm, we could talk about this face to face, and we'll throw a diplomacy. Can I aid um, with a... Hi, I'm Kira. I'm really nice. (laughs) That's um, kind, right? (laughs) Super diplomatic. You can, you can have some aid. Hey, uh, with the aid, natural 13 brings us up to a 25 diplomacy. So diplomatic. Now, with that 25, you get the response of... Tied up, maybe? Hmm. Perhaps the cruelest punishment of all being fed lots of peanut butter and nothing to wash it down. This inhumane <laughs> treatment ends now, and Asher will throw the bars <laughs> up. Stand. Immediately administers goo tubes to all of them quickly to make sure <laughs> that their palates are moistened. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I hate to do this because we've had a great clip going. <laughs> we know that I hate derailing gameplay. It's really important to me that you, Zach, especially, but also people at large know there are better ways to recover from having peanut butter. Like, like you, you could have some sort of non-dairy milk alternative or water or mud. Like, so many things before you go straight to yogurt. I just, yogurt, whatever. I just have to put it out there. It's important to me. You actually described the flavor of goo tube that I was going to suggest, which is water, non-dairy milk, and mud. 
So, I mean, I don't see the problem at all, Izzy. I, I agree with you. I was going to go with Lemon and Liberation, but... Well... <laughs> It seems appropriate. Let's ah. just mix them together. As long as they're warm, they'll do the trick. <laughs> Someone recently told me I should just stop reacting, and that's how I get everyone to, like, <laughs> chill. Sure. But how, I can't not have a reaction to warm yolk. Like, ugh. Uh, okay, we're good. <laughs> Moving on. Well, it's as- a shame I didn't take those cheek pouch uh, racial traits, because <laughs> I could just keep so many warm. Just baby birding them straight out of my mouth at room time. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were saying something, Sam. Uh, well, just that as you open the door, you find a, a medium-sized room uh, beyond, and you find four people uh, bound and gagged inside. They look like they've been badly beaten. Um, there's a man sort of at the, the four of them. He looks like he's the one who uh, mumbled back to Asher through the door. Um, and as the door opens, the three of them are kind of all leaned back against the back wall, and the, the man hoists himself up on his knees to be as close to standing as he can get. And he's just like, and he's gonna keep doing that, probably, but you can't understand him because he's got his mouth tied shut with stuff. <laughs> Uh, Asher will approach sort of with his hand, uh, showing that his hands are open and he's, that he's, you know, he's holstered his pistol and he'll, he'll say, I'm going to untie you now. I'm a paladin. I want only to help. And we'll attempt to untie this person. Do I need to make any sort of check? Or do I just have the time to, you know, wrangle with it? Yeah, you can certainly untie the the knots. They don't look like they were done by any sort of sailor or anything. Nothing crazy. Uh, But once you uh, free him of his his gag, um, he'll say, Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I am Captain uh, Thedis Cracklos. I... Ostensibly, I am the commander of this fort. Uh, the others are Rizun, Tania, and Cinder. I, I, I believe that we are all that remain of the, the garrison here. Thank you so much, Traveler, for freeing us. Of course, of course. I. You say all that remains of the garrison. That, that is sad news indeed. What a... Uh, what cruel fate has befallen your companions? Was it these people with the facial wounds? And he uh, shudders a bit and looks back at the others. Um, and it says, uh, they call themselves the Smilers. We we didn't realize when when they came across the river. We the, the, by custom the, the doors of the fort are open to all travelers that's that's what we're here for so when they arrived sure we were concerned about their numbers but we we let them in as we let all travelers in they are a a gang from from scrapwall one of the most violent and heretical of them 
I'd say. We we didn't see it coming, and there, there were there were more of us before. But I'm I'm afraid they they slew the rest in front of us. They they bound us and locked us away in here, and that they've been well. They say they're cannibals. Brixby will kind of shudder a bit at that last sentence and look down. <clears throat> then look back up and say, What did they want without an odd's grave besides flesh? Honestly, we only hear bits and pieces from scrap wall, but from what we've heard, the, the, the new gang has has taken over. Uh, they call themselves the Lords of Rust, and all the other gangs, like the Smilers and others, have been scrambling to earn their respect. Um, I suspect that the Smilers, they wish to take the fort and, and present it as a tribute of sort. Um, I, I, I suppose that's, we were just in the way. Clarifying out of character, sorry. Um, they, let's see, there's the, that new, the new gang in Scrapwall is the Lords of Rust. This is a separate one who's like, hey, we're friends, we wanna, we're cool too. Here's our gang offering. Yeah, they're super cool. They wanna be gang friends. <laughs> so are they offering it to the Lords or are they offering it to, uh, what's his face? Uh, I think that's one and the same. Right? Yeah. Like the Lords of Rust. I mean, I don't know. These might be the people yeah, that can clarify some of that information. Um, yeah. So, Brixby got that bit of information, and then, you know, seeing that the line of questioning had mostly been handled by uh, Asher and, and, and Kira and whatnot, he steps back and looks back up at uh, the taller members of the party. The Lords of Rust. That's how he says. Captain Cracklos, was it? Ah, oh, that's right. I'm deeply sorry for the tragedy you've had to endure. Are you able to contact any of the order to receive a reinforcement or something along those lines? Perhaps someone could over could take over temporarily and give you and your men a well-earned respite after these horrors. Uh, we could send a rider um, north or south to the next garrison for to request aid. Good, good. And he'll, if nobody else has stepped forward to where Cracklos hasn't, un- untie the, <laughs> the other people. Well, just the captain. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Here for the man in charge. Uh, I thought we were tying them back up when we were done. <laughs> just put the gang I'm back. neutral, man. So I really got to keep things balanced. You know? <laughs> the, uh, no, I think Kira would have started helping untie people as the rest of this conversation <laughs> happened. Just slide back in here. You mentioned you were concerned about their number. We have already dispatched of insert number here. Smilers in the, the scuffle. How many were there that entered your 
garrison. We haven't fully explored the place yet. We know we have yet to check out the outbuilding. Well, I, I'm not sure how many were still alive. After, uh, we we fought them. We, we did what we could, but I, I would say half a dozen or a little bit more than that uh, remain. There were at least a dozen of them before. Perhaps we may have fully depleted them. Then it's a weird turn of phrase. <laughs> fully defeated them. That's better. I am curious, though, in this garrison. Is it normal for the Knights of Ozum to keep ghosts around in ruined chapels, or is that something only this particular location employs? So you've you've met Aldrinar then. He is um, an unfortunate soul who, I'm afraid, comes along with the base. We've the Order has attempted to exercise him numerous times over the generations, but I'm afraid he's a tenacious spirit. Indeed. Do you know anything about him? Um, he he was not super excited that we were in his space but he didn't seem to respond to us wanting to help either yes he's uh he was a, a crusader years ago a paladin of, of Serenray like uh, like most of us but he, he as far as I know he served in the war nobly in the second crusade and he was ready to uh, return home to his beloved. I'm sure he mentioned Justinia. He never stops moaning about her. But he stopped over here on on his way home and um, apparently he'd received news that she had died while he was away and uh, he was racked with grief and, and he wound up throwing himself from the top of the chapel and has, has haunted the place ever since. When you say ever since, like, currently, as far as you know, still now? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, of course. I was just confirming what you meant by, um... Here to four, or whatever you just said, and I've totally forgotten it. Here, henceforth, possibly just ever since. You know what? Got this part out. <laughs> Cut it out. Nope. Under no circumstances. We, um, by the way, I am Brixby Redtail. And, um, with my associates here, we are headed to Scrapwall. We first came to this uh, fortification, like many travelers seeking some respite. So what we've seen here reinforces that we know very little about Scrap Wall, only what we've heard. Can you tell us anything else? The Smilers, the Lords of Rust. We can tell you bits and pieces, I think. Uh, the Lords of Rust are, are 
by far the most numerous. Uh, I believe they've sort of taken a attrition from most of the other gangs and, and swelled their numbers massively, but their, their leaders are... Uh, they have a troll uh, amongst their number. They, are, they have a, a couple clerics, um, a half-orc, and I, I believe an, an android amongst their number. But um, uh, there are rumors that, that she's, she was slain recently, or, or something to that effect. They have some sort of four-armed monster and, um, and an Eden who works for them. And uh, they're ostensibly, as as far as I know, their their leader is a is a barbarian, uh, a woman by the name of Kolgara. And uh, that they purportedly their their true leader is Hellion, but uh, he's some nonsense notion of a, a god of rust. Uh, obviously, it's just stories that they're telling to keep people in check. Have you seen, I know you said you don't actually get to scrap all yourself, but have you or any of your men seen, or has anyone you've talked to seen any sort of actual divine magic attributed to this Hellion? No, nothing of the sort, though. As I've mentioned, they supposedly have clerics of Hellion amongst their ranks. And he'll kind of look down at his tattoo and he'll say, That can be faked. We met one such proclaimed cleric in Torch, but nothing definitive about whether her power truly was from this Hellion or not. We do know, though, that she and most likely her superiors wished to take something very important from that town in order to supposedly help this Hellion. And I'm not sure I'm a fan of what it may want to do with that kind of power. I'm afraid I can't speak to that. I don't know of anything they would have been doing. Only that there, there seems to be constant turmoil over there now. A friend, before we departed, told us that we might be able to seek out a clear-headed man named Verigio, the leader of the Steelhawks, at least he was some time ago. You, do you know, have you heard any word whether they are still in Scrapwall, or perhaps like the Smilers, have they left to seek out ways to garner favor. I don't know this Ferregio, but I, I believe the Steelhawks have, have fallen on hard times. They were one of the most powerful gangs before. I, I don't believe it's been a, that the transition has been particularly kind to them. I see. Thank you. So, right, all right, so we've learned about why they're in a room. Uh, the Smilers are trying to, just like a bunch of other gangs, scrambling to like, what curry favor for the Lords of Rust. 
The Lords of Rust have an Etten and some other things. Um, and is there anything else to know about either of those two gangs that we haven't asked? Kind of want to be their friend. I mean, not really their friend, but like, <laughs> if this was a video game, I would say, what special items are they looking for that we can give to them to also curry favor? <laughs> this isn't a video game, so I guess I'm just uh, not ask that question. Hmm. Yeah. So cut that out. Cut the whole thing out. I don't know, team. <laughs> this is not my night. There was a man whose hand was a hatchet. I assumed he was their leader. I believe he was one of the leaders of the Smilers, but as far as I know, they serve a, a necromancer who goes by the name of Marrow. And I, I don't know much of her, but by reputation, she is some sort of undead creature, a, a, a foul beast who warps the living and the dead to her whims. I mean, you've, you've seen what she's done to the faces of her own men. Yeah, you should see what we've done to their faces. Don't really know how to follow up that comment. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> we killed them good, yeah! Your faces are so bad. We weren't, we weren't specifically targeting their faces. Go, go, go team. Yes, good, good job. It may be wise, given the turmoil in Scrapwall, to increase the defenses here if you are to remain a viable resting place for travelers in and out of the town. Yes, uh, we, we may have to uh, close our doors, at least uh, uh, the gate, for the time being until we can get some reinforcements at the very least. That may be wise. Are you going to be okay until your reinforcements get here? I believe we shall. As I said, we can lock the gates and, and they, they would have a much harder time... Uh, attacking us while we have the walls on our side as opposed to just being in an open courtyard together. I mean, yes, that's fair. But also my friend Asher jumped over a wall recently. So maybe just stay on your toes. Uh, I guess one last question while they're walking out. Brixie's just going to turn again to the captain and say, Do you know why their faces are like that? some sort of ritual that their that leader puts them through when they, they join the gang. I mean, I only know rumors, but you know, they say that uh, Hatchet Hand that she took his hand from him and, and ate it. So who's to say? <laughs> they're, they're fun is what I'm saying there. They're a real part. Yeah, it, it's, it seems like when you're like showing up to figure out if you want to join the gang, it's a very we have fun here situation. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't have to be crazy to work here. Pledge week <laughs> is hell. <laughs> when you're rushing, it's well, all 
uh, fun and games and drink, 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 but then you start pledging and they cut your lips off. It's... <laughs> yes, they really should institute a no-hazing policy at Scrap Wall. That's what I say, but no one listens to me. They all call me a nerd. <laughs> well, I think you're all right, Cracklos. So, it's wicked dark right now, right? Like, it was like nighttime when we rolled up, correct? So, it's like... Yeah, it was like just getting into evening. Pitch black. Um, yeah, no, so it's it's pitch black there, eh? And, um... So, I, I imagine, um, like, leading them over to the kind of fiery situation we have going on in the, in the northeast. Um, what do you know of that building to the south? Uh, the, those were our, our stables. Uh, I believe they set several fires in there um, over the last couple days. Uh, I, I don't imagine our horses have survived. So maybe we'll just walk them over to the kind of fire area and then four of us can go check it out. We let our horses in there to eat the other horses <laughs> bed down. That's how it works. I've never had horses. That's how it works, is it, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, you, you burn down the first herd, feed, and then it's kind of a... I'm, this is awful. I'm going to be arrested for this. <laughs> Cut that out, too. That's a joke. Don't burn your horses, people. It's not nice. It's not oh, it's a Highlander thing. Like, <laughs> there can be Surely there horse. are other ways to get glue. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you can be blacklisted by, like, a PETA. And those horses are uh, single use only. Surely there's other ways to get horse hoof flavored goo tubes. Oh. I just... So gelatinous. There's actually no horse in horse of flavored goo tubes, which is weird because almost all of the other flavors have horse in them. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a deliberate omission. You're right. Weird. Um, all right, well, I'm going to take Kira's advice and not frontline into the storm. Although, I don't know, I'm like more healed up than most of y'all, eh? I've got 27 hit points. I am ready to go. All right, get up there, Tiger. You got it. Asher will ah. ready his pistol to shoot if there is anything like a hostile smiler or uh, a flaming horse that will seek to trample us. <laughs> Ghost horse. Um, can I can I percept sounds? Go for it. With say a No, I cannot. That's 3811. Seems so pretty quiet. Great. Seems pretty quiet. Going in. Uh, she'll, yeah, open the door. Pop that open. And go ahead, step through. <laughs> and opening up this large building, uh, uh, you find that there are spots where fires or the remains of fires are still smoldering on the floor. A lot of this building has collapsed on itself. Uh, looks like, you know, columns have been hacked to pieces and burned. And um, a half dozen dead horses lie amongst the rubble in pretty grisly states. 
and the corpses of four Serenites in armor and uh, three Smilers have all been kind of stacked in here. Um, they are in grisly, grisly states. They've been mutilated. And um, there is a big stack of weapons over in the back corner of the room. It looks like the Smilers basically like took everything interesting and uh, threw it all in a pile. So Rix isn't going to even enter the room once he's kind of seen that bit of carnage with the bodies. He's going to head back and, and go and get the captain. Um, I, y'all can do what you're doing. I'm just going to bring him over here because there's dead his people. Kara's going to stand at the door and make sure Brixby doesn't get eaten or whatever. Vargas is going to rummage through this pile of random weapons and see if there's anything interesting. Before we cross this threshold, I'm not quite sure you're aware of exactly what uh, transpired behind that door. But I also know you worship Saren Ray, and I'm quite sure she doesn't want her children looking like this. And with that, he just leads him through the door. And he'll nod and solemnly follow him in and definitely, like, pause and shudder in the threshold of the room as he sees, like, the state of everything. And his hand comes up over his mouth and he just, like, has to lean back against the wall. And he takes a deep, shuddering breath, and he's just... Yes, uh... I mean, that... It looks as if they were... Eating them. Well, I mean, they, they look as if they've been butchered. For food. It's a... It's a horrible thing. I, th- I thank you for for saving us, for clearing them out of here. This is a truly a horrible thing indeed. There's a cancer in Scrapwall. We've seen it in Torch. We see it here. We intend to cut it out. He just like can't look at the bodies anymore, so he's gonna go back outside. And uh, while that's going on, Fargus has found, um, amongst the wreckage, six longbows in good condition, four heavy crossbows, 60 arrows, and 50 bolts. I also just, like, don't know how much of this they would want to keep to fortify this place, too. Because, I mean, it's not particularly... Again, like, Brixby might be interested in the utility aspect of it, but as Zack the player... Yeah, and I guess ranged weapons would be the best thing for them to keep here because they can shoot at them from inside the fort. At the same time, I mean, if anybody doesn't have a ranged option, I'm I'm sure this is probably in the book for us to take. They're not just like, you can steal the last remaining supplies of the beleaguered (laughs) fort who let anybody in. So, Yeah, bricks can't use any of these anyway, so... We could certainly offer, Asher will say to Vargas, 
to purchase one of these longbows for Kira. If they're able to part with one, it would give her a ranged option and... Well, I'm inclined to leave some sort of donation anyway to help some small part in restocking and resupplying. Yes, it would be a good idea for all four members of our party to have some sort of ability to attack at range. And he will then bring that subject up with uh, Captain... Was it Kralos? Uh, Cracklin O'Brien. Cracklos? That is Cracklos. Cracklebarrel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Captain Cracklebarrel. Before he does, uh, the tactful paladin will will just look to Vargas and say, if we intend to stay the night, perhaps such matters can wait till the morning. I don't, I don't feel quite right discussing supplies when they've gone through such tragedy. Uh, you're right. It probably is better to give them time to mourn their dead. I should also clarify that we remove all of the flesh that was <laughs> over the fire. I totally was like looking at notes from last week and I'm just like, ooh, yeah. We probably shouldn't be like, you guys hungry? They left <laughs> something behind. Probably Smells like chicharrones. It's a two-buck chuck from the local Trader Joe's in <laughs> oh, Scrapple. No. Oh, no. Was Chuck one of your... Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's so soon. Oh. They're so dead. It tastes like an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Poor sad dead people. Next time you're near the world wound, I hear they do have a Charlie the Lizard folks. Chicken Emporium. No, I don't do <laughs> You can't use your stamp card there. I can't wait to sing the praises of Sir Charles Shaw of the Knights of Osa. Truly see me through the darkest nights to the darker dawns. <laughs> Thank you, Charles Shaw. Yeah, they, it turns out as we talk to the soldiers that uh, they called him Two Buck Chuck because he once took down two bucks in one hunting session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll be missed. <sighs> well, um, does it make sense, Stephen? Are the stables like so ruined that we shouldn't even try to put our horses in there because it's like absolute Silent Hill level carnage? Yeah, I would say that they're not super suitable for them right now. They they probably have to be cleaned up, but they you could stable them more in the sort of ruined area where you've been putting dead bodies and stuff. Or they could just be in the courtyard, basically. It's not going to protect them from the rain. They're not really indoors, but it's, at least it's not out in the plains somewhere. Yeah, I would, and I would argue, here at least, would like to protect the uh, from the emotional labor of seeing burn horses, and also, I guess, like you know, human people bodies. I, I don't know how horses feel about people. I wouldn't want them to have a nightmare. Ha <laughs> ha. I think it's already been. Also, that was a great joke. Uh, <laughs> I think it's already been established. Uh, 
a couple episodes ago by Zach that Numerian horses will just eat anything dead they find around. <laughs> and, and also Nathan is canonically an ooze. Uh, so. <laughs> it's true. There's just skulls floating around in his body every time. <laughs> so, so Nathan is not bothered by corpses of horses or people. We put him in there to clean up. It's spotless in the morning. <laughs> just femurs and, and jawbones inside him, but we're good. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> the equine horror. <laughs> Slorp, slorp, as they say. (laughs) Well, I think that with the fort cleared out and the crusaders finally freed from their room of terror, I'm going to go to bed. Good night, Sam. Night, Sam. Night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Property of its creators, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information. Here at opposite ends of the house, Jeff and I effectively clapped at the same time because of the <laughs> lesson distance. And that was just a millisecond after, just a little bit north, you know. Just <laughs> we should have run into the other room and been like, "Hey, are you ready?" Well, see, that's the problem because we clapped three hours ago, oh, and um, that's, that's why Jeff Craig won't right join the whole time. That'll do it. <laughs> that's how time zones work, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's it. I believe that's called science. <laughs> All right, well, Saren Ray is the lawful good. No, she's chaotic good. What is she? Neutral good. <laughs> you're, you're very confused. It's ironic. It's maybe not ironic, but it's really amusing that a god who cannot, whose followers cannot allow an undead creature to remain uh, is now himself a ghost. It's very sad. And he's sad about it, probably. I mean, it sounds like he wants a hug, so... You can always head back in there. Yeah, maybe next turn. There, there. (laughs) God, darn it. I've done so well. Oh, man. Talk to my family for, like, one day. Might earn ourselves another CW at the top of this one. Sorry for for the dark humor, (laughs) scrappers. Yeah, this one got... (laughs) Pretty dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, this episode sponsored by Trader Joe's. <laughs> yep, that sponsorship out of the way now. Your favorite cult that forces you to smile. <laughs>